Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. No, it's your call. No, it's your call. No, no, it's your call. Hey, nitwits, it's Paul's Call. You know, we embrace our role here on Paul's Call to basically drink coffee, eat scones, and rip Doug and Wolf when they start feeling, oh, I don't know, sorry for themselves. I don't like pity parties. I don't accept them. I never have and I never will. That's our rule, too, Tori. I mean, we ain't no Pauly pity party here. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. Our question today. That's so good. How long before Tori Lovello sounds like a, another big league manager in three, two, one? It's absolutely ridiculous. It was mishandled by the Yankees. Certainly the pitcher on the mound. It was mishandled by the umpires. That is Tampa manager Kevin Cash after the Rays got into it with Araldis Chapman and the Yankees. They hit Joey Wendell intentionally in the first inning. It was clear as day. Bam! Chapman comes in. He throws three different balls up and in. I get it. They don't like being thrown up and in, but enough's enough. We're talking about a 100-mile-an-hour fastball over a young man's head. It makes no sense. Kevin Cash in the AL East leading Rays are 7-2 against the Yankees this season. They ain't taking any of these Bronx cheers. It's poor, poor judgment, poor coaching. It's just poor teaching what they're doing and what they're allowing to do. The chirping from the dugout. I, I mean, somebody would have to tell me, go pull the numbers, who's hit who more. But I can assure you, other than the three years ago, there hasn't been one pitch thrown with intent from any of our guys, period. Yeah. Kevin Cash letting the Yankees know, you know what? He's been scoring at home on his own card. Okay, zero for effort, zero for style, zero for style quality. And you know what? I'm being generous. And you know what? With one game to go against the Yankees, the race manager sending a clear signal. I have my signal. Unleash hell. Don't make me make you regret your actions. Somebody's got to be accountable. And the last thing I'll say on it is I got a whole damn stable full of guys that throw 98 miles an hour. Oh. Just know I have a whole bag of shh with your name on it. I got a, yo, I got a stable of guys who throw 98, so don't make me throw at you. This guy threw at his own kid in a father's son game. I mean, if you're it the can. Yankees, you know it what you can. need in your bat rack today. This is all off shotgun of sports. Oh. Sports takes and Yankees manager Aaron Boone now in the Rays direction. That's pretty scary comments. I mean, I don't think that's right at all, but I'm not going to get into it right now. Aaron Boone not uh, nearly as fired up as Kevin Cash. In fact, with with all apologies in advance, um, I think we have to fire up the lie detector here and go poly polygraph uh, for this next one, Aaron Boone. Cash and I have a good relationship, and Uh, if we need to talk about things, we will. I, uh, I don't think that Kevin Cash thinks that you have a, <clears throat> quote, good relationship. Yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, coaching rip jobs, <laughs> video has surfaced of Pitt Panthers head coach Pat Narduzzi. What are you looking at? Uh, Pat is uh, not known, uh, Narduzzi, for being warm and fuzzy. Shut up! Uh, here's Coach Pat at a coach's clinic last year with some free advice. I had an offense coordinator. I won't even mention his name at Pitt. He spent eight months with me, left, okay, to go take one of those big jobs for $1.2 million. And I said, I don't think you want to go. He's talking about his former OC, Matt Kenyatta, and he's uh, giving him the Pat Riley speech. If you got the guts and you don't find the first door, and run out of it. Did the uh, OC listen? 
Jets? Nope, because it was a business decision. He's like, well, it's a lot of money. I'm like, and I got him a lot of money. I got him a million at our place, which is just crazy. Like, are you <laughs> me? You know, like, really? I don't think it was worth a million. Pay. But, I mean, it wasn't even that good. Wham, bam, slam. Oh, oh my God. So, wow. So wow. It's, it's getting poisonal here at this that coach's is. clinic. Okay, he's got the overhead projector. He's talking to this room full of high school coaches. The verbal haymaker at his former OC as the uh, pit head coach continues with his story. Listen, you, you're stupid to go. I said, you go there, you're starting your whole career over again. I said, you stay here for another year, have a good year. I'll send you out of here a head coach. No patience. Okay, so have patience in the profession. No patience. These young head coaches are all like uh, Willy Wonka kids. I'll get you one before the day is out. I want an umpa now! Can it, you nit? And the moral of the story here, says Coach Narduzzi. He goes there, gets fired before the end of the season. There's turmoil all in the newspapers. Even before, I mean, it was a miserable season for the guy. He's gone. Goes and gets another job, and he's gone from there. And he's been in three jobs in three years. And, you know, good luck finding And he's out of a job right now. But he could have been in one place. So be patient. Wow. So, Wolf, remember you used to go to those, you know, when you were the Phoenix College head coach, you used to go to those (laughs) clinics, you know. I mean, you know, don't be that former bonehead OC. I did a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Yeah. Well, I made a lot of mistakes that first year. But I got to ask, who's going to want to work at Pitt themselves if that's what's going to happen when you leave? Well, check this out, Doug, because it can always get worse. Kenyatta was hired this year as, wait for it, the Steelers QB coach. Ugh. In fact, he's been getting rave reviews from Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. Okay? Tell me something I don't know. Right, Coach. And if you do know, Pitt and the Steelers share the same I, I practice facility. We're talking about practice, man. man. We're, t- we're talking about two guys bumping into each other at some point around the facility because it all happens the all the time. We ain't talking about the game. Right. We're talking about practice, man. So... I mean, ask Larry when he was in a premier program like Pitt, not West Virginia, and he'd run into Steelers players all the time. So, you know, that awkward moment is just a matter of time. Want to get away? That's right. We used to butcher Pitt. Did we not, Dan Marino? By the way, how about another opinionated college head coach? Who's got it better than us? Nobody! Uh, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh has a brother you guys might be aware of who happens to be an NFL head coach who today used his platform to say... Free the Big Ten, you know. Free the Big Ten. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go play some football. Let's get no, Michigan so and Ohio crazy. State and all those great teams playing no some football out there. Way. Did he Hear actually ye. just say that? Hear ye. Attention, Big Ten. Hear my words. Yeah, Heed them it. well. John Harbaugh says, Thou shalt play ye game of pigskin this fall. Michigan had zero positive tests in August. They're doing a great job with their protocols. Zero point right zero those guys want to play and and for anybody that wants to opt out they can they can their families should have that choice just like the southeast conference gave the players and families in the southeast conference that choice and most of them as you know decided to play i think the big 10 players and families should have that same choice so so i'm on record there you go you got it free the big 10 Thank you, John Free the Big Ten. Oh, well, oh my goodness. It, what was the Douglas? What did, what did M. Dot? What did they say once again? They said, don't be like the Big Ten. Avoid uh, uh, gatherings and, and getting together. No, it was, don't be like, you, you can be like the Big Ten and just stay at home and go, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like yeah, that. That's right. Yeah, be so, like the Big know. Ten and stay at home. And hey, <laughs> since the Pac-12 always follows the Big Ten, if the Big Ten plays, then the Pac-12 will surely follow, so we'll get our college football as well. Uh, now, speaking true. of sheep, 
on. Back then, it's time once again for No Comprendo. All right, things that make us say No Comprendo. Like this headline where a sheep sold at auction for $490. No, wait a minute. Hit the brakes. Whoa. That's not $490, because when the gavel dropped... This sheep sold for just under half a mil. What? What? Not bad. Bad. A sheep sold for $490,000. Bidders overseas say it's worth it. It happened at an auction in Scotland. Almost $490,000 U.S. dollars. No comprendo. Yeah. This there ain't was just no a sheep. Blemish, Paul? This is a Texel sheep, which is very popular in Europe, New Zealand, Australia. I don't care. If you were to hold a draft for sheep, Texel would be number one. <laughs> the sheep was a Texel sheep, originally from the Dutch island of Texel. According to the Texel Sheep Society, they are muscular and have high quality lean meat. And the fleece is is coveted, gentlemen, as as the bidding started at thirteen grand and ended up no at four hundred ninety k. Can you really put a price on a good sheep? <laughs> when do you know you have too much money, Paul? You're buying four hundred thousand dollars sheep. I mean, my goodness. So at least you get you a one elite supercar. So get a grip. No comprendo. No, it's Paul's call. Thank you, Paul.